and we're live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me today on Becca's World for another exciting episode of The Blind View. Um, I'm going to talk to you for a few minutes before we bring our guests in. Um, first thing I want to talk to you guys about... Here, excuse me. Um, first thing I want to talk to you guys about is this crazy runaway inflation. And um, it's affecting everybody at every different level from the top from the middle class down to the people who've always been on government assistance or who've historically been on government assistance. I've been seeing so many posts on Facebook from my fellow blind peers, my fellow NFB members or my blind friends or just people. I mean, I have so many blind friends from all over the world on Facebook that I've acquired over the years. A lot of them are right here locally or they're people I met at the NFB National Convention who live all over the country, or there are people all over the world who've started following me because of my YouTube channel and such. But I'm seeing posts from these people on Facebook about what they're going through financially because of this runaway inflation. And it's just killing them. And like a lot of these friends of mine, the people I'm talking about, like, I've historically been able to take care of myself financially, so I haven't had to have a roommate help me with costs, right? But I'm talking about people who historically have had a roommate to help them share costs, but now them and their roommates are struggling. That is really uncalled for here in America, because historically in America, when we pull together, we can make it. And it just breaks my heart to see what this is doing to my, my country, to all of us. And um, anyway, I just wanted to draw your guys' attention to this. And it's it starts with the runaway gas prices, but because the gas prices are so out of control and so high, the people who are bringing our products to us have to charge us so much more for those products to get them here, you guys. And, and because the gas prices are all over the place every day and so unpredictable, that's why the inflation is so ridiculously out of hand. And, and these are things that weren't going on when the previous administration was in the White House. These are things that were built by the current administration. And let me tell you guys, we have to get these Democrats out of the White House and out of Congress yesterday before they kill us all. And and I've been doing what I can to to help my my blind peers. I've been writing about about the things I've learned that helped me overcome. And and I've been sharing these things in my videos. And I even recently started financially blessing my friends who participate on my show with me. You know what I mean? To just try to help them out. Because somebody has to do something. And this is Maybe this is all I can do, or maybe this is just a start. I believe over time I'll be able to do more. But I'm starting here, and if you have the ability to help the people around you lift themselves up, it will lift you up as well. So keep that in mind, okay? Because we need to pull together here. Um, I, I know America can survive this. I know the American people can survive this because we are are spirit-filled people we we believe in ourselves and we believe in each other and, and we we've been giving we've been given great education in this country 
and and we've been given great opportunities physically like like how many of us grew up in public school and had the opportunity to play sports and become better at sports and then get sports scholarships in order to go on to college and then become doctors or lawyers or astronauts or whatever right i mean that is what the american dream is about and that's what we used to do here but um i i i think we're going back there you guys but um anyway i just wanted to talk about this inflation um and I know it I know it looks really bad, but it can only get so bad for so long. You know what I mean? Like we're all suffering. And now that we're suffering, we really can't suffer much worse, right? And at some point, the people who are making us suffer like this are gonna get bored and they're gonna move on to other things. And so in this time, we just need to keep plugging away and being strong Americans who overcome and who believe in ourselves and in our neighbors. And we really, really need to pull together. Okay, guys. Um, I, I really appreciate you guys listening to me talk about these things. Um, and another thing that I wanted to talk about is um, the National Federation of the Blind. I was listening to the presidential release from earlier this month that I wasn't able to tune into live, unfortunately. Um, but President Riccobono was talking about the upcoming convention and it got me so excited remembering the previous convention I've attended in person. And I'm so excited for this convention this year, you guys. And um, I'm a little unhappy with the mask requirements, but that's okay. At least we can all go and hang out together and be together in person. It's going to be really great. And if you've never been to an NFB convention, but you've always thought about going, this would be a good year to go because this is going to be our first convention in person since 2019. And a lot of, a lot of awesome things happened to me at the convention in 2019. And I wrote about those in Metamorphosis in the short story called Gretch the Wretch, where Gretch, Gretchen Stone goes to her first NFB convention. And um, so, I, I hope you've read that book and I hope it excites you about getting involved in the NFB if you're not already. And I hope it gets you to your first NFB convention because in that story, I shared a lot of the fun things I've learned and experienced over the years while I've gone to several NFB conventions. I think I've gone to three or four in-person NFB conventions over the years. And I just happened to be lucky enough to be at the last one in 2019. And, and it was at that convention that some really magical stuff happened. And when I got home from that convention, within two or three weeks, I opened my company and um, I, I'm an author, life coach and executive movie producer, right? I just published my third book. And the thing is at that convention, which is, I guess I, I, I got more keys. I mean, every time I went to an NFB convention, I would learn more things about myself and realize more abilities that I had, right? Because when you go to an NFB convention, they show you how to take the barriers out of your the way that have been holding you back. And so I started implementing those tools in my life as soon as I joined the NFB and as soon as I went to my first convention. And I've really been able to achieve a lot because of what I've learned as a member of the National Federation of the Blind. And so 
like I said, if you have not yet been to your first NFB national convention, please register and go this year. And if you can't make it in person, do the virtual one, okay? Um, anyway, now we're gonna take a quick commercial break and then we'll bring our guests in. Let's break for commercial, Gino. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, great news. My third book is out, Metamorphosis. This is my first fiction book. It's six short stories, and I invite you guys to check it out. Right now, it's only available in Kindle eBook and Amazon Print On Demand, but I'll have the Audible version out there ASAP. Give me a month or less, guys. And then you also can check out my second book, Changing My Perspective. It's available in eBook, Amazon Print On Demand, and Audible already. And you can check out my first book, Because You're Blind. This book is also available in Audible, Kindle, and Amazon Print On Demand. And you can order all of these books through my website, um, info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com. Okay, guys? Um, but I wanted to um, particularly um, share with you guys Metamorphosis. This book, um, well, I had a lot of fun with this book because where with my first two books, I was constrained because they were um, memoirs. I had to stay stick to factual stuff. In Metamorphosis, I was able to write more freely. And so I had a lot of fun with this book and I really hope my readers will check it out. Um, anyway, you can email me at info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com if you read it and you want to comment on it. Um, and I will have some uh, free, uh, downloads of the Audible version when we get it done, I'm soon, I'm sure. Um, anyway, please make sure you are subscribed to my YouTube channel and stay tuned and we will announce when we get the Audible version done. Thank you very much and everybody have a great day. Peace out. Hey, welcome back ladies and gentlemen. Is TP or, or yeah, Jane? I'm in there. At the, am I in the right place, Gino? Yeah, hey TP, how are you brother? All right, how you doing? I think I'm in the right place. Yeah, you are. Okay. He's James. Right. So what's going on with you, Becca? Not much. I did you see my I don't know, did you were you able to hear my presentation before I took my commercial break? Yeah, I was um I was here. I how was did backstage. you feel about how did you feel about what I said? Like well, yeah, it's time for people to um, you know, um actually um, help people out and, and be there um, for mm -hmm. one another. Um, I mean, I truly have a, 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 a similar viewpoint on that, you know, because a lot of people, you know, they 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 use emotions, um, you know, like love is the strongest one we have, right? Mm -hmm. But if you ever want to see the true picture of it and it's in entirety, then everybody's got to come together. Mm -hmm. You know, like pixels put together a picture, you mm -hmm. know, to make create high definition. Mm -hmm. Each one of us is just one pixel and we all come together and it'll be a beautiful picture. Amen, brother. That's exactly right. And and that, that's what I one thing I want our viewers to to listen to and hear from us. TB and I have ha, have been through some really hard times in our lives we've both been in some really dark situations where we died where we it did die and came back or or nearly died 
or whatever, right? And mm -hmm. and we've had we both had to rebuild our bodies and just to have somewhere to live and exist. And and so I there's just such bigger issues out there than what what everybody seems to be focusing on right now is what I guess I'm getting at, right, TP? Right. I mean, like, how could I, I'm I'm having a problem understanding? Like, I know the gas prices are through the roof. You did. I do. I understand that. I mean, even though I don't drive, I know that it's it's a major concern, right? Mm -hmm. To to people that do drive and have mm -hmm. to go to work and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But if we are, I mean, aren't we supposed to still be in the house? Ain't COVID still outside? What happened to COVID? Well, if we were still in the house, we wouldn't care about no gas prices. Uh, yeah, well, the COVID's a whole other issue, brother. Yeah, I'm just saying it just disappeared when the gas went up, though. I, I guess gas too high for COVID to stay in town. Yeah. Hey, TP, what do you think about what's going on in Ukraine? Uh, ooh. Well, that's a tough one for me because, I mean, this country raised, you know, like major money for them and to support that cause. And, and you know, I'm Are, not against supporting... You mean to support the Ukrainians defending themselves? I'm not against that. I'm not going to say that I'm against that, but it's very difficult for me to swallow knowing that Flint, Michigan still has bad water. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I can't believe that should still You know what I'm saying? We can, we, can, we can help Ukraine defend itself, but we can't put good water in Flint, Michigan. What's, we, what, what, what? we got enough money for all of this war stuff, but what about Flint, Michigan? Mm -hmm. You know? Um, and that's that's just the honest to God truth. You know, how can we have, I mean, there was nothing to, to fight, but it's still an ongoing thing with Flint, Michigan having bad water. I, oh, I I in my whole life, I've watched our, our lawmakers send billions and trillions of dollars over to other countries while people right here at home went through that kind of shit. You know yeah. what I mean? That's old hat. That's the kind of shit people need to stop putting up with. I'm glad you brought up that situation in Flint, Michigan, because right. I know it's it's affected. I've had so many friends from Flint, and it's weird. I remember one day I thought, gosh, Lord, why do you keep bringing me all these friends from Flint, Michigan? And I finally realized God must want to bring that situation to my, my focus. Right. Flint, Michigan still needs clean water. Mm-hmm. Podcast download. Yeah. But we can go, um, we can go have somebody uh, fight, though. So I come from a farming and ranching community, and there's, I've known a lot of people in the mining industry as well. And there's a lot of people in my, mining in Montana who've been seriously hurt by environmental things that have happened in the mining industry and stuff. And, and then there's the people that have been hurt by the asbestos. Um, so these people also need the same kind of justice. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I'm just saying, I, I, I feel that we should take better care of home before we jump into other people's business. Exactly. And first, I know when I was growing up in the 80s, it was going on. It's just gotten so much worse, right? Mm -hmm. All the money going overseas. And it's made me so angry as an adult to watch 
our lawmakers sp spending billions and then trillions overseas when we need help right here at home. And they, 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 they built these stupid infrastructure packages over the last 20 or 30 years. Seems to me like it started around 1990 or so. It was in the early 90s, I think, was when this, these uh, these big massive spending bills, they call infrastructure packages and such, started coming out. And I don't think they really spent that money on the infrastructure or spent it appropriately because I don't really feel like America got anything for all of that stuff. Do you remember that big spending bill? Yeah, yeah, and that's how you pad politicians' pockets and, you know, yes. the lobbyists and stuff. Yes, and, the, and the, the communities that are hurting never see it. The schools that are, are destitute, who don't have what they, the, the modern information and the modern tools to teach the kids don't have what they need. So the kids are getting substandard educations and they're getting, they're being given substandard opportunities. And that's what needs to end. We need to invest more in, in that kind of investment in our, in our country, I think, because we need to build opportunities. Our, look at what's going on with our kids. Like, does anybody um, graduate from high school anymore with with colleges fighting for them to come there so they can go on from there from those colleges and do great things and become scientists and doctors in order to produce new medicines and new medical breakthroughs to save us? I don't think that stuff's going on anymore, TP. Right. right. And that that's me because that's that's the what America's all about the the what's the word i'm trying to think of the um it's it's just the awesomeness of america about like when we're we're free thinkers when our minds are open and when we're allowed to produce as much as we can with with no boundaries or no blocks in the way um that that's when we'll become the big producers that we need to be and that's what we used to be here in america and i've just seen it chipped away over the last few decades Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, and then it's like these smart devices. I mean, it's, they're great to have, but my God, have we dumbed down the human being? Uh -huh. You know, nobody remembers a phone number anymore. Nobody remembers, you know, it's we, we, we count on it. There's nothing in the brain no more. It's like uh, Google everything, uh, you know. Oh, TP, I, I, you know, you know, I'm an author and I spend many hours every single day at my computer typing away with both hands, just like I learned when I was in seventh grade. When I was in seventh grade, they taught me to type without looking at the keyboard because I was, that was the first school year I was blind. And so I've known how to type all these years. And this is what I do every day. Now I spend hours and hours at my keyboard typing away. And I'm aware that I am doing things with my brain that most of these kids out there are not doing. Most of these adults aren't even doing because what you're talking about, because they can't put words together. They can't put sentences or thoughts together because they have to have these computers telling them stuff. Right. Yeah, you got to, you got to, uh, I mean, that's just the way things are going now. You know, you ask the average person something, they don't know. They'll just grab that device right there and, and mm -hmm. ask the device and it's i mean the average i mean not, this is we're living in the age where there are where it's common for a guy not to know how to change a tire or jump start a car mm -hmm. you know i've i've changed flat tires when i was in missoula um one of the lsts that i was with 
we were, I think we were at the mall that day. Her name was Barbara. Um, and this was when the cutbacks were going on. So there was very little staff at the program. And I was like the only client at the time. So we went to the mall and we got a flat tire. And so Barbara and I decided that we would change the tire. We got the manual out of the glove box and we got the the tie, the spare tire and what was, I think it's just a donut and the um, jack and stuff out of the car. And we were down on the ground right up. It was one of the front tires, I remember. It was right up by the curb or by the sidewalk. And Barbara was down there and she was like turning the, the wrench to mm -hmm. take the lug nuts off and they were really tight and I was coaching her. I, I think I was probably even trying to help her by putting my hand on the ridge too to give it more force. I just remember all these men and I was like 20, 21 at the time and mm -hmm. Barbara was just a few years older than me and I bet we both looked really great at the time, right? So all these men are stopping by. They're like, hey, do you women want us to help you with that? And we just kept saying, no, we got this, right? Right. <laughs> And it was, it was awesome, you know, anyway. Nowadays, these men would need your help. Yeah, you're right. You know, um, I learned a lot, you know, even before I went to Bridges in, in Missoula, Montana, growing up in Montana, um, as the oldest of four girls in a farming and ranching community, I learned how to take care of myself. And, and so did my little sisters. Our stepdad taught us a lot of great things. And, um, and I, I suspect there's people all over this country who've learned great things and they we all have knowledge inside of us of how to survive and how to take care of ourselves and how to take care of our neighbors when put to it, right? Right. And this is something that our enemies are, are do, do not realize. They don't understand. Nah, and they're not, they're, you know, they're not ready to. Mm -hmm. You know, this morning, my sister and I were laughing our butts off and my sister and I go through this a lot. I feel like we're the golden girls because we talk about stuff from our childhoods and throughout our lives. And every day, my sister and I, we wind up laughing. And you know, laughter is so good for the soul and it's so good for the healing of your heart and soul and body. I think it even helps in the healing of your body, honestly. I know it does. I know it does. Yeah. I know it does. Um, when I was in the hospital, I had the television on Comedy Central 24 hours a day. <laughs> and I just listened to the jokes and, and, and the shows and stuff. And it, it was good. It was good. Um, the laughter heals a great deal. Speaking of which, next month, I'm going to be in Chandler at the downtown, the Chandler Downtown Comedy Experience, April 15th and 16th. It's uh, talent comedy takeover. It's just talent Harris from New York is coming through and uh, we got a, quite a few we got young talent and a few other guys on the show including myself and uh oh my god this is gonna be insane insane so look look it up on Eventbrite or uh, you know find my Facebook page is there it, uh it's on my uh Instagram it's also on my uh TikTok page so mm -hmm. it's it's everywhere yeah, and so TP, another thing my sister and I were talking about today was like she walked into my room just as you and I were finishing our phone conversation. Mm -hmm. and she heard you talking, thanking me for helping you out when we met and stuff. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about our history. And TP, I really 
I really thank you for being in my life. And I thank you for, for the things you've taught me too, because it's been really awesome, awesome knowing you and watching you go through the, the, the learning and then the, the tragedy of getting hit by the pickup and then all the healing you've done. And now it's really awesome watching you rebuild your comedy career and becoming the star you once were, you know, it's just great. Yeah. I mean, Hey, that's the only thing I got, you know, is, is to, 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 to look forward to is when I get on stage, that's, that's, you know, that's where I find it's more therapeutic than anything. So when you, when you hear the, the chuckles and the laughter um, and from the audience, Mm -hmm. Like, does that, well, first of all, do you have stage fright when you go on the stage? Because like every time I go start a show, I always have, I'm always scared. And then as it goes along, it seems like I get better. So do you find like the more laughter there is, does that help you with your stage fright and help you warm up and become looser as a comedian? Well, yeah. Um, maybe that's not, maybe stage fright isn't an issue for you. I don't know. Uh, no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous before every show. It's just that when I get there and I'm received by that audience, this is like a drug, mm -hmm. you know, like it's my drug of choice. You know, you can only get it by being received by that audience. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So, um, and, 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 and you gotta do a good job for them to receive you. And, and it's their reception that gets you high. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, yeah, I look forward to it. I love to have fun. Yeah, I know, TP. I was just remembering some of the fun we had when you were staying here with Amber and me and stuff. Remember some of the great times we had? We oh, did yeah. Oh, yeah. And even be even before Amber came, before you went to Tucson, you know, we just had a lot of great times together. And I just really want to, like I said, thank you again for being in my life, TP. Well, thank you. And, I mean, like, hey, it is what it is. That's what friends are for, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot so of people don't understand that they don't take friendship as serious. They, you know, use it mm -hmm. for other reasons, but not us. We we all right. We're good people. TP, were you able to listen to any of the videos I released with Sneak Peeks at Metamorphosis, the audio version? Not yet. I um I've been so busy writing and trying to get bookings for myself and mm -hmm. you know, staying afloat, you know, with this uh I don't want to call it, it I don't think it's a recession, it's an inflation. You know, everything that we need costs more money now. Yeah. You know, even Netflix want more money and 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 and, and stars, you know, even the streaming apps are charging more money. Everybody want a like a dollar or two. Yep. And and just a dollar or two here on everything really adds up, doesn't it? Yeah. It adds yeah. up. I mean, I didn't get to go up on no income, but the outgoing is 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 piling up. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to, uh, you know, uh, book some more shows. Oh, mm -hmm. speaking of which, I got to make sure I get in touch with, there's a new comedy club in San Diego that opens in May. Okay. And um, I'll get more information about that too. See, okay. you be bringing good stuff to the forefront of my mind. I almost forgot about that. Well, yeah, TP, and that's why I like it when you're on the show, because when, when I have someone to talk back and forth with me, there's a lot more stuff to talk about, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, what happened to James? I thought he was coming on today. I don't know. That's what I thought too. But I don't, Gino, did you, I'm assuming. I sent him the link, so I don't know if you guys want to reach out to him and confirm. Did you want to text him and see? 
Maybe he hasn't seen the link. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Hopefully I come oh. back. Am I still there? Yeah, you're still here, TP. So just bear All with right. us for a ladies and gentlemen. There's another person that was supposed to be joining TP and me on the show today, and we're just trying to get connected with him. Um Anyway, guys, if you guys haven't yet gone up to Becca's World and looked at our store link, I encourage you guys to do that because you can get Becca's World memorabilia, coffee mugs, hats. I believe you can get T-shirts and sweatshirts and stuff like that up there, too. And you can order each one of my three books. My first book, Because You're Blind. My second book, Changing My Perspective. And my third book, Metamorphosis, all by Rebecca S. Meadows, are available in Audible. Amazon print on demand and Kindle digital download. So I encourage you guys to check them out. Um, is TP back with us yet? I guess he's not. Oh, so, yeah, I'm back. I'm back. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Did you get a hold of James? I sent him a text message and I also forwarded the link. So, okay. Hopefully. Am I back where I'm supposed to be, Gino? Yep. All right. Okay, great. Um, All right, so yeah, hopefully um, he takes the link and uses it because I just talked to him this morning, uh, and uh, you know he was all he was hyped, ready to go. I don't know. Yeah, well, shit happens. Excuse my French. You, you and I both know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot of times I start my show, I don't even know what I'm what I'm going to talk about, right? So I'm scrambling right. at the trying to try and figure out what I want to talk about. So. Well, I've been thinking real hard. Uh, I gotta just do something with motors and gasoline. I'm I'm freaking out here. So what do you mean, I don't motor? know. Um, the motor? I you know I like to build motors and make stuff go fast. Oh yeah. And listen, TP, I can understand you could definitely be a blind mechanic because the the old I don't know the new mechanic and I don't think any. But he can really do. I think you have to have computers to do it. But on the old cars, like you, you can feel where everything is that you need. <laughs> there What's it up? is. Is that? I can't hear you all that good. I need some. I need some headsets. That's what I need. That's what, that's what I'm investing. Me too. TP, are you still with us? Yeah, I'm still here. Uh, James just joined in. Right. Okay. Um. So how are you today, James? I'm good. Cooking me a healthy breakfast. No, James, tell me again. What's with some of my with, with some of my cooking skills I picked up from from TP from Mr. Liverpool. <laughs> what, what state are you in? I hey, don't even... I am on the Ninja Man Tim. Uh, oh. This is the best thing. Okay, the first thing that was invented was I mean, other than the, the oven, right? And then yeah. they came through with the great microwave. And the only yeah. thing about the microwave was. If you try to heat up some old food, it's over with. It's horrible, right? Yeah. So now you need the ninja. Oh, the ninja. Hey. I things about it. Huh? What is the isn't the ninja like a blender though? No, they make the it's called the ninja foodie grill. It's an indoor grill. And man, oh. look, Tim, Tim is one of the best barbecuers that I know. When I challenge him, the ninja versus his outdoor grill. And I'm gonna smoke them in 30 minutes. Who's Tim? <laughs> I'm telling you, Tim. Challenge. Hey, hey, hey Tim. Wow. Man, look, this ninja grill, man. Everything you be. I mean, I know you like to do it just for the time, it's the craft and all that. 
and, and, and you know, make you feel like, but man, look, you can get all that done you do in 30 minutes on the grill. If you put some ribs on this thing, man, they, they look, the meat falling off the bones, they deeply seasoned, and they just the best ribs you'll ever taste. Tim, wow. Who is, who is Tim? Why are you talking to someone off the T camera? Oh, TP. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh <laughs> Oh <laughs> no! Tim and TP are the same people. Yeah, <laughs> I thought Timothy. I just wanted. <laughs> it depends on how I'm feeling. What you might hear me calling pro one time. If we in the studio, we in yeah. we around music. I might be calling him pro. He know all my my split personalities. <laughs> so James, are you recording music? No, not no more. Not no more. Oh, okay. No. Uh. Right now I'm just right now I'm just I'm just uh living enjoying life. <laughs> Great for you. Yeah. So do you have music out there that recorded that our viewers people listen to? Uh Tim, sure how to listen to uh well I don't know if she didn't know anything about trolls don't last always. You know what I'm uh, talking about? I know, you know it because that was my ringtone. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean that's like I mean it was like after the game or some somebody Shaquita or something. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah, then, we, we uh, got we got a, we got a lot of music. It's just old now. It's old to us at least. Right, because I still come out to stink forever. Listen, yeah. you guys, old is in the eyes of the beholder, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Like music to me, music never gets old or never. You know what I mean? Because music, well, music is music. I don't see how it could possibly get old. Maybe times change and people aren't exposed to it for a long period of time, so it's hard to get them adjusted to it because it's so different than modern music. But it's still, oh. it's still, to me, it's still legitimate in its own right. Yeah, but when you hear it, remember, remember that song that you heard on the radio the first time and it was the best song you ever mm -hmm. heard and then your mama just played it so much? Mm -hmm. That you hate that song now? <laughs> you see? Well, it's like so. Listen, or, music doesn't get moldy. It 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 doesn't turn rancid. I mean, some music is rancid when it's first made, right? But yeah. So to me, I've never been one to. I mean, I love right the now. music they call oldies, and I love. I love pop and rock and country western, and I, I listen to some heavy metal, and I love pop, uh, rap, and I listen to some classical and stuff, and I don't really understand why people talk about music growing out, or why people choose not to listen to some kind of music, because they consider it out of bad or whatever. Because music is about how it, it affects me, and my, it's so personal to me, right? Right, yeah. And I, I listen to what I can relate to. What? I listen to music that I can relate to. Exactly. And I relate to music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, all along. And and I relate to rap and country and pop and and all of that stuff. So I listen to it all. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. I listen to I listen to mostly rap and R and B. I listen to some country and stuff, but it's nothing like if I'm in a certain bar and that's what they playing blues and you know. Oh yeah, blues. Uh, I like if I'm if I, if I turn on my radio, R&B right I'm now because I ain't in that life. mode. I'm on my mm -hmm. player mode right now, so I don't want to hear nothing soft. 
I'm a gorilla right now. You're a gorilla. <laughs> I'm an animal right now. I don't want to hear no love music. I like animals coming out of the quarantine, right? <laughs> uh, hey, I'm straight house right now. What'd you say? I'm a house head for life. Yeah, that, that's that dancing music. Mm -hmm. Keep yeah. you happy, but I've been into gospel house more than anything. James, like did you, James, did you listen to Metamorphosis? To who? Did you listen to my new book that's out on Audible now? It's called Metamorphosis. No, I didn't. I didn't get it. Okay. Well, do you have an Audible subscription? You know what I mean? No, I do not. Okay. Well, I can send you. At some point, I think I'll be getting some free downloads of it, and I'll make sure and send you, and I'll keep you one too. I just, not, I haven't. He, Gino, and I've been so busy since Metamorphosis became available on Audible. We haven't really exactly. had the time to sit down and go through oh, yeah. that and some other admin stuff we need to talk about. I just need to find out from I how I can get stuff. Phone, the day I drove it, the car kept telling me, I think they're in your book bag. That's what they I mean, that was few You know, the day I went to walk. Who's James talking to? Yeah, I don't have to no, talk no. to my little cousin real quick. I'm trying oh, to get some, I'm trying to get some AirPods so I can hear y'all more better. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, cause it, but yeah, uh, I'm listening though uh, about the uh hey eat one of them yogurts too, cuz eat that right there. What? I, I'm, I'm just preparing dinner for my little cousin. I mean breakfast or whatever you want to call it. Brunch. All right, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> So you got the audio book? Yeah, so my my third book, Metamorphosis, is now on Audible. Okay. Metamorphosis? Yeah, and so like with my other two books that are up on Audible, with both of those, if I remember correctly, I, I got some, I think there were 50 free downloads I was able to give to people so they could download the Audible versions and listen to them. And so I'm sure I'll be able to get those. I just haven't been able to talk to Gino about it yet because... <laughs> Like we've been, he was out for a week because of his back, and we've just had all this stuff go on. But that's one of the things I'm gonna do when we have admin day. Um, so yeah, and I do. If you send me your email address, James, I can send you one of those downloads when I get them. Okay. Because. All right. What you want me to text it to you? Um, sure, James. We can do it later, though. Huh. We can do it later though, because I need to talk. Like I said, I need to talk to Gino and see when those those will be available. The free downloads of the Audible version. Okay. Um, I'm just assuming that we'll be getting them. So, um, yeah, it's, James, I'm sorry. It's just like Gino and I, like we've been so busy, and with, with I mean, it hasn't even really been the the virus, but it like Gino's back went out, so he was down for a week, and I. And before that, we just, this has been, we haven't really gotten around to it, but that's on my to-do list. We have another admin day, which I think will be this Friday. Mm. Next, okay. Next Friday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just okay. uh, dealt with the munchies. Thank y'all for bearing with me. Cool. So ladies and gentlemen, if you would like a free download of the audible version of Metamorphosis, you can send me an email at info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com. And if you just put in the subject matter, yes, I, or yes, please, then that will let me know that you would like a, an, 
one of the audible downloads and I believe I'll be getting 50 of them. So just send me an email, let me know, and I'll put you on the list. Okay. Uh, if you haven't yet heard any, there's three videos that we put out recently with three different sneak peeks at metamorphosis. Um, let me think. One is the, the first chapter of Best Baby and the first chapter of Gretch the Wretch and, and the first chapter of The Trials of Tracy um, and there's those are three of the six stories in the book. So you can okay. go listen to those, and if you want, then email. And like I said, for the free audible versions when they're available. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to checking that out. Yeah. Well, did you were you able to listen to any of the previews we put out, James? No, like, I didn't even. I, I, don't, I don't even remember getting anything from you. I remember you telling me you wrote books, but I don't remember you giving me any uh information on where to find them. Okay, so so um, are you subscribed to my YouTube channel? Let me world? subscribe to your YouTube. No, we yes. see we never got around to all that. Okay. Yeah, Let you need to, to subscribe to my YouTube channel, and then you'll get then you'll get the videos as I post them. But what you can do in the meantime is you can go up to Becca's World and watch those three videos because we've been putting them out over the last several weeks. And the first one was the sneak preview of Trials of Tracy Jones. The second one was the sneak preview of Saving Beth's Baby. And the third one was the sneak preview of Gretch the Wretch. And Gretch the Wretch was the story of Gretchen Stone's first NFB convention. And um, and I, I like I, I, that's the one I talked about um, before we, before I brought you and TP into the show this morning, um, mm. but you can go up to Becca's World right now and watch those videos, and get, that'll just give you a taste of what the Audible version's all about. And the whole Audible's up there now. I just haven't had a chance to find out when I'll have those free versions available to give to people. Okay. Okay. So, what's your YouTube thing now? I'm on YouTube now. It's B E C C A S. And the second word B is world. B-E-C-C-A, which is Becca, my first name. And then S, because it's possessive. Right. And the second word is world. It's Becca's world. Okay, I found you. Okay. And so, James, if you go up there, um, over, like I said, over the last few weeks, we've released these three sneak previews. And I strongly encourage you to go check them out because they're really good. I mean, even the, even the sneak peeks are really good. I got a lot of compliments from people about them. And it got them excited about checking out Metamorphosis. So, um, and, and like I said, Metamorphosis is available now. The full version is available on Audible now, as well as in print and ebook. So, okay. So, did you find Becca's World to subscribe? Yeah, I subscribed already. Okay, great. So, have you been getting? So, did you just now subscribe, or did you? I just now subscribed. Yeah. Okay, great. Then you should start getting our videos in your inbox for you to watch. So. Okay. And that's a free subscription. It doesn't cost you anything, ladies and gentlemen. So, if you want to go up to and subscribe to Becca's World, feel free. And I encourage you to share my videos with your friends on your social media and such. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and please check out our Becca's World memorabilia. You can get Becca's World hats, T-shirts, coffee mugs, and such, stuff like that. And you can order all three of my books up there in any one of the three formats they're available in. So um, I just encourage you guys to check that out. And, and so here's one thing that I should let you guys know. So 
in 2020, I was going to take Blue Butterfly Enterprises to the NFB convention for the first time. And I was going to have, I was going to make arrangements to get a table in the exhibit hall. And I was going to set up a table and tell the people about my first book that I had out at the time. And, um, you know, and talk about what I was doing with my YouTube channel. Because I just started, you know, I just had started my YouTube channel, like, I don't know, less than a year before. And we weren't able to do that because the, the, um, the, the convention got canceled that year. And so in the, we, but we haven't been sitting on our thumbs in the two, almost two years since now. Here at Blue Butterfly Enterprises, we've been continuing to produce. Like, um, we're now done with the movie script. And so we're moving into the next phases of that. And I published my second book and even my third book since all of that, right? And I'm well, I'm in the process of writing my fourth book. And so we have not been sitting on our thumbs during the past two years during all of this craziness. We've been continuing full speed ahead with our projects and getting our stuff done. And I'm really glad that we have been because now that stuff has been opening back up, I mean, I just see so many opportunities on the horizon. And because we, Gino and I have been continuing to produce, we actually have a lot of great stuff to, to bring and show people. So this year at the convention, where in 2019, I had one book I was going to be bringing. Now this year, I'm going to have three books that I'm going to be bringing to the convention to introduce to people. And so I'm planning on getting a table in the exhibit hall, and I'm planning on setting up some kind of thing where I can stream play my the three audible books the the my three audible books of my three books so I can share them with people as they're walking through the exhibit hall. I plan on having like a monitor set up on the table where we'll also be streaming um, all our Becca's World videos that we put out over the last two years or so, and. I'm also going to try to get in touch with some of the companies that have been exhibitors at the conventions previously. And if they're going to be at the convention this year, I'm going to find out what products they're, they're going to be um, featuring at the convention. I'm going to see if I can interview them now about these products and put together these interviews with them about the products they'll be featuring at the NFB convention so that people can maybe get a sneak peek now at what these these um, merchants will be having at the convention so that maybe come the convention, people will be able to go down to the exhibit hall and go directly to a particular merchant because they saw them talking about the products they would have on one of our one of our little videos, right? This is what I'm planning on doing is just reaching out to these merchants and interviewing them about these products and putting these videos out on Becca's World in the coming months so that people will know, oh, at the NFB convention, this merchant is going to be sending representatives and featuring these products. And if I go to the convention, I can go check these out, right? Because it's been two years since we had a convention. And I remember what it was like when we used to go to the exhibit hall. It was great, but it was so overwhelming as a blind person. I know, I, I don't think I ever saw more than one or 2% of the exhibit hall. And it was so frustrating. So I just, I think this might work better for us as consumers and as for the merchants as well. I just need to get a hold of these merchants 
and and make this offer to them. And in the coming months, Gino and I can put these videos together. And then, like I said, we'll put them out on Becca's World. And my plan is to see if we can even stream them on one of the channels in the hotels. There's actually there's going to be two hotels at the convention. And I'm going to see if we can stream them on one of the channels. So when people are in their rooms during off hours, like because people go to their room and and like well in the evenings they're sleeping obviously, but sometimes they're watching the news or whatever, right? Well, what if one of the channels in the hotel rooms was a convention channel and we had the videos playing on there of the interviews with all the merchants about all the products that were just down in the exhibit hall, right? And and you could either. Uh, maybe contact them directly on their cell phone so you can make an appointment to meet with them during the convention or you could go up to their website right we could give all that information on the videos or we could have the merchants give it right because it's their information but this is just what i'm trying to figure out how to pull together before july when we have the convention because i love i love making information available to people. It's it's a form of teaching people. And there's so much great stuff available at the NFB convention each year. It's just, like I said, so overwhelming. And so I'm trying to figure out how to bring it down to a different level so it's more accessible to us. Does that make sense? All the sense in the world to me. What? Yeah, and so, so anyway, but Gino and I, I've been trying to get this done for a couple of weeks and Gino hasn't had the best of health and then I've had a lot going on. But so this is one of the big projects I'm trying to pull together in time for the convention this year. Um, and I haven't even had a chance to um, make my own hotel reservations. <laughs> and I usually do that right away in March when they open up, right? And right. so anyway... I don't have an admin assistant. Gino is my admin assistant. And Gino and I are just trying to do all this on our own. So just please bear with us, people. Okay. okay. I know um, somebody, um, she she used to live here. She was on the radio here. She used uh -huh. to do the show called Sincerely Soulful. But mm -hmm. her hometown is Detroit. She went back to Detroit. So I can introduce you guys, and uh, she can be a lot of help remotely from where she is to, uh, to help you do get stuff done, too. Yeah, because I just think, like, these, these merchants, it's already, like, I've been to so many of these NFP conventions, right? And these merchants, like, you go down to the exhibit hall, and they're just sitting there doing nothing. And there's so many of them, and there's these companies that I don't have any idea how much money they're investing to be at the convention, right? But I'm sure it's a lot of money, and they don't have much traffic. But like I said, as a blind person, it's really hard to get down to the exhibit hall, and it's impossible. Unless you go right. before everybody else shows up, like go a few days before the convention starts. Maybe then, but I don't know how many exhibitors would really be there at that point, right? So right. I, I'm just trying to figure out how to make this more accessible to people, because these merchants deserve to have a better showing than what they're getting. And, and the people, the consumers need to have better access to know what's available. And you, because, you know, that was one, that was the biggest problem for me. And that was why when I joined the NFB, I, it was a huge asset for me. Because in the NFB, I got access to information about all of these really cool accessible technologies that are available. And even canes, you know, I didn't know as nearly what I, nearly as much as I know about canes now before I joined the NFB, right? And so, right. 
And guys, I always wanted to be a teacher before I went blind. And this to me is a form of teaching. I'm trying to teach through my writing and I'm trying to teach through my videos. And I know just giving people access to the correct information is a big part of teaching. Yeah. And speaking of correct information, uh, when, when you get a chance after the show, uh, if you have it in your phone, text me the savvy information. I want to give them a ring and see if I can. Uh, oh, savvy services for the blind in Phoenix. Is that the one you want? Yes. Okay, I yes. can do. Yeah, because yeah. I want to see if I can mm -hmm. uh, utilize their services uh, while I'm here. Yeah. So, TP, you haven't been through uh, their training yet, have you? No, no, I haven't. Okay, so I can tell you a few things. I'm sure you qualify. And mm -hmm. what you're going to need to do is you're going to need to get a voc rehab counselor and your voc rehab counselor will assess your need and they will refer you to savvy and, and, and the state pays for your training at savvy through voc rehab. So okay. in order to expedite this, you should call voc rehab and I can give you my name. Joe Sizemore is my counselor with savvy and he's awesome. So wow. I'll just send you Joe's information when we get off the show. Okay. All right, that's what's happening. Thank you. You're welcome. But yes, really Jeff, if you want to learn how to use a computer or learn how to use a cane so you can travel um, successfully, or if you want to learn how to do anything successfully as a blind person, I encourage you to look up your nearest um, blind immersion training center that is um, sponsored by or encouraged by the NFB, right? Because the NFB philosophy um, is really the best philosophy that I've found. And I've been blind for over 30 years. And I've tried a lot of different groups, little support groups and agencies and stuff like that. <coughs> and the NFB has the best, strongest, more secure message out there. And, and um, so listen to me, I went to their training center Blind Incorporated in Minneapolis, right? And mm. um, I was using an Ambutech folding cane with a ball tip at the time, and I'd always used Ambutech canes. And they got me by, but I also had really good vision. And so I was using my limited vision with the cane, and I was doing route travel in Missoula back then. And anybody who knows what route travel is, you'll understand. I was going from point A to point B, routes I had been taught by my mobility instructor. But when I went to the NFB training center the first time, um, I, I submitted when they asked me to wear a blindfold, which was scary because I woke up blind at the age of 12, totally blind. And that was terrifying. I didn't know how would I, how would I intentionally go back to that, right? How could I intentionally right. put a blindfold over my eyes and force myself to go back into that nightmare of not being able to see anything at all? But I did it and I participated in the school and that school was located in the Pillsbury mansion and that mansion was incredible. It was like, like, I think there were three stories above ground and there was this creepy basement. And I think there were multiple levels to the basement. Oh, I got lost in the basement while using, I, I wore my sleep shade like a good student, right? And I never peeked. So I would, like when my own instructor said, go down to the basement and do such and such, I went down to the basement and I did such and such and I got lost every time. And so I'd be wandering through these hallways with my sleep shade on. And it was so terrifying because the hallways were, were like empty and they were like cement floors. I didn't, but 
anyway, it was really scary. But I went and I, I submitted to their training under the sleep shade. And I, my O&M skills got a lot better. And and I also learned the Braille code while I was there. And and so, and I learned, you know, um, started to learn blind, like the National Federation of the Blind Philosophy while I was there. And so it, it was really good for me. It was because I submitted and, and took that dive and, and wore the sleep shade. And I also switched from the FB folding cane to, or from the Ambitech folding cane to the NFB straight cane. And that was another hard decision for me because NFB straight I keep advocating. I don't think you smoke weed. Well, I don't know because you smoke weed. Uh, that's why I say I don't think you smoke weed. You being broke down. Hey, Unless you just that. Yeah. yeah, I hear you. Okay, yeah, but it's the same time. Get back to that. Oh, it is. Yeah, I hear it too. So where's the static coming from? Did you get your 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 ear or whatever, James? I know he couldn't. My, I was trying to borrow my little cousin. He can't find them. Okay. Okay. Well, did, were you guys able to hear what I was talking about at least? Yeah, I was able to. Okay. Know, yeah. So yeah. get back to the straight cane because that's that's uh, that decision. Yeah. So it's like I've been blind for over thirty years, and I didn't even get a cane for the first eight years. I but I've had a lot of canes over since then, and. Believe me, the FB straight cane is the best yeah, cane, and that's not what I use anymore. What are you doing to Daddy Piss? The FB folding cane sucks, though, guys. I've never yeah. had an FB folding cane bag. I think they make them cheaply. He makes them cheap because they don't like people using folding I haven't. I, have I, I like my folding cane, but I just don't like the that. marshmallow tip. I prefer He's the ball. To me about yeah, the but TP, don't you have an Ambitech folding cane, or do you have an I got the Ambitech folding cane. I left my NFB cane down at Tucson when I was getting away from down there. You know, I I I Ambitech when it comes to folding canes, but I I don't even know where my Ambitech folding canes are now because they're all so short shorter than my NFB cane, and I can't imagine a cane that's much shorter. Because you know, people have a lot of canes. So it's here. It ain't no more moving. Hey, mute, mute, mute your phone if you're going home. I ain't going to see further with your cane. Someone was here messing with it, though. Yeah, I I, 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 I miss my NFB cane because I used to, Maybe to walk back. Things so that we don't, don't have to President him talking. I can't hear you, TP. Uh, I was saying that I, I miss my NFB cane because I was able to walk faster with it. Yeah, me too, brother. Are, do, are you going to order another NFB cane? You, they'll send you another free cane. You just have to call them. Yeah, I'm going to uh, I'll look up their number and call them and now get them another. I just wanted to make sure I had a stable address first. Now, your your NFB straight cane was murdered when you got hit by that pickup, right? Yeah. Yeah, that son of a bitch. That's I thought I was using. Yeah. And, and after that, I was scared to use it again, so I never did. Yeah, but it wasn't the cane's fault. It was that bastard running the red light. Yeah, but the cane didn't even have a scratch on it. <laughs> yeah, that's the chance to have a cane for you, though. My NFP cane has scratches all over, and it's bent because of all the crap right. I do. 
I got ran all the way over and my cane didn't even get so much as a scratch. That cane is, is I'm not using that cane. <laughs> so I ordered me another one. Where'd you order a cane from? Remember I got my cane at your house, that NFB cane that I had. That's the one that I was using when I got ran over. Yeah, but you said you ordered a different cane from somewhere else. Where did you order? A new no, uh, when I was in the blind rehab, they got me my cane from uh, Ambitech. I got it from blind rehab. Blind the, rehab. Uh, Ambitech folding cane. Yeah, so Ambitech folding canes are pretty nice. But you know what? I'm like I like my canes taller, longer now since I've been using my NFB straight cane, and I can't get an Ambitech cane as long as I want it now. They're like so much shorter than my NFB straight cane, so I, I haven't. Use, I mean, I still take an, an Ambitech folding cane with me when I travel for emergencies, but I I don't use it unless I break my straight cane. Now, my my folding cane is just as long as my as my straight cane, so you know, mm -hmm. they ordered mine special at Blind Rehab. Yeah. Yeah, they got it the, the length that I asked for. So that was mm -hmm. pretty cool. And then, you know, it came with the marshmallow tip, but they also had got me a ball tip, but I wore the ball tip down over the years, so I'm back to the marshmallow tip. Now, TP, have you broken any canes in your time? Yeah, I've broken a few canes. Okay, so, you, so you've so you learned to keep extra canes around then? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I want to stress that for our viewers. If you're blind, one cane is not enough. You need extra canes because when your cane breaks, which they do from time to time, you'll be completely helpless once again if you don't have a spare. And right now, I don't have a spare. I left my spare in Tucson. Well, well, hopefully, hopefully it's blessing somebody else now. But TP, you can call the NFB in Baltimore, Maryland, and they will send you a free straight cane, and they'll do that for any one of you watching. So if you if you need a cane and you don't have one, call the NFB in Baltimore, Maryland. You can look up their number, and like I said, they'll send you a free straight cane. Um, you just tell them how tall you are. I've had other blind friends who were actually resistant to the cane and I talked to them into calling and ordering a free cane and then I I'm thinking my friend Tim like he was resistant to using the cane so I finally talked him into ordering a cane from the NFB but then it sat in his closet in the box for the longest time and then I remember the day he told me that it came out of the box and then he started using it and and I'm really glad that Tim finally took my advice and ordered his cane because at the time his wife was sight guiding him everywhere and she had been writing him into stuff and his Ooh. life was not very good and so listen to me if you are going blind or if you are blind don't resist the cane don't don't let the, your loved one's sight guide you around because it's never a good idea to be dependent on others even if they're family members because shit happens right, right. You don't be vulnerable to somebody Especially when you're adult. When you're a child, it's one thing you can't really help it. But when you're an adult, you need to be able to take care of yourself. Absolutely. And it's a rough road, but it's a good one to learn. What'd you say, TP? It's a rough road, but it's a good one to learn. Uh-huh. Well, when you decide to learn it, so it's not so rough anymore, is it? Right. Once you learn it, yeah, it's yeah, it's a whole lot, it's a whole different planet then. You just gotta count on everybody else to do what they're supposed to do, like stop at red lights and stuff. Yeah. Just keep their yeah. cell phones out their hands when they're driving. That was the problem. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people just, you know, oh, I can send a text back real quick and that blink of an eye can cost somebody their life. Yeah. 
you know, sighted people need to stop taking advantage of the fact that they have sight and you use it as the blessing it is. Yeah. Yep. It is what it is, though. Yeah, so in one of the, I think it's one of the Left Behind books, one of the later books, like um, one of the plagues, I think it's one of the seven plagues um, that um, that the Bible talks about nearing the, when the end of times is nearing, is it talks about how um, people will be struck blind, people won't be able to see, at least non-believers won't be able to see. And in one of the books, it actually describes it actually happening, right? What it would be like and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I remember reading the book as a blind person, and it was really fascinating, the author's take on what that would be like for the whole world, virtually, virtually the whole world to be struck blind suddenly, right? Except for these believers. The believers were the only ones that were able to see. Everybody else was totally blind. And so it was just an interesting phenomenon. And as a person who actually went blind, but everybody else around me was able to see. But then over the years, I came to realize that I was actually seeing more than any of them. And they were actually the ones who were blind. That book just really fascinated me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you learned how to use your third eye. Exactly. Exactly. You know. And and then I, they got a movie, Sandra Bullock is in this movie called The Bird Box. And oh. uh something had happened where if you opened your eyes and looked at anything, if you just, you know, looked, you I think you lost your life. So everybody had to be blindfolded in order to live. Uh -huh. And then they had to uh get to this certain place where where it was a place of safety. Come to find out, they uh, when the Sandra Bullock and the kids made it there, uh, it was a school for the blind. So uh, they were all safe with, with the blind. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty cool. It was a good movie. Well, and you know, TP, this brings up another issue that I've been thinking about for a long time. So when I was a child, I remember they were predicting that, that television would turn, that television and movies would turn bad and that what people would be seeing would be hurting our children and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And all the violence and murder and stuff on TV would affect them mentally, right? And so if you think about it, us blind people, we have not been affected by that same shit that our sighted peers have been affected by. So if you think about it, we really are a unique class of people. Do you understand? Right. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that scare other people that they see that mm -hmm. don't scare us because we don't even notice. It. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. And a lot during this quarantine, I realized how a lot of my sighted peers were completely helpless. They were so terrified. They couldn't they couldn't go left. They couldn't go right. They couldn't sit up. They couldn't or they couldn't stand up. They couldn't sit down. They couldn't do anything because they were just fucking terrified. And I remember right. thinking problem i'm a blind woman and this is a breeze like i remember what when the virus first came out i wanted to learn what it was all about but once i learned what it was all about easy piece of cake i know how to handle it take care of myself my family and protect my community in the process right but right. it was not everybody did that a lot of people were just so terrified they destroyed themselves and their livelihoods in the process of protecting themselves from the stupid virus. Does that make sense? And it, it just seems like if they had yeah. been blind to it, they wouldn't have reacted to it in such an insane way. Right, so, right. I see what you're saying. 
No, you you know you know when they when they put horses on the racetrack, like those the horses the jockeys wear, those horses wear blinders, right? And they wear blinders so they don't see stuff that makes them like shy and they don't get distracted, right? Exactly. And and I feel like the reason our country's in the conditions it's in is because these sighted people they reacted in fear. And they reacted yeah. wrong and they fucking went and jumped off the cliff. Yeah. And, and it's because of what they saw with their eyes. Now, I remember being a child and singing the song, Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. And that's exactly what that song's talking about. Make sure your eyes are seeing truth. Make sure your eyes are seeing good stuff and, and, and helpful stuff, right? And right. You know, I'm just trying to point this out to our viewers. Um, I've always been a faith-filled person, and I've also been an intelligent person. And so this all this craziness we've been going through the last couple of years, I just feel like my perspective is way different than most of the people out there who've been writing about it and speaking about it. I, I've been writing about it in my books. And um, so if you feel like you've been going through this, like this stuff is really crazy and maybe you want a different perspective, I invite you to read my books because I've been trying to share my perspective on it. And I, like I said, I feel like I've dealt with it pretty well compared to these other sighted people around me. Yeah, I mean, you helped me deal with it pretty good, so. Mm -hmm. You know, more power to you. Yeah. Um, KP, is there anything else you'd like to talk about today? Uh, just check out the Becker's World YouTube page. Oh, yeah. Like, share the videos so that we can grow our neighborhood bigger. Yeah, and please make sure that you're subscribed. It's a free subscription. Just make sure that the subscription button has been activated. And please share them or watch the videos and share them with your friends. And guess uh, what else, Becca? What? I have an idea for you, but I'm not going to say it on the show. We're going to leave oh. them in suspense today, but I'll tell you after the show, I'll call you. So is James still with us, though? I want to give him... I, I don't know. I think I we... looked like he left. Yeah, I think we might have lost him. So we'll end the show. TP, do you want, you want to give me a call then after the show, or do you want me to call you? Uh, either way, we got to just talk. Yeah, this is a great idea. Okay, great. Well, I'll give you a quick call. Give me five minutes. Thank you so much for joining us today on Beckles World, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Please check out, go up to nfb.org and check out the convention that's coming up this year. Because if you haven't been to one before, you should definitely go check it out. And please check out my Beckles World books and memorabilia. Please like, share, and hit the subscribe button. That's a wrap. Peace out, y'all. Peace out, y'all. <laughs>